welcome and greetings from Elfie's World. Now, this is the place where we try to well, bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to, well, learn a thing or two about history. I am so glad you decided to join us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. These are true stories which have often, well, maybe been excluded from the pantheon of history for, well, for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. Now, today, we bring you one of our more unusual stories. It is episode number 25, and it is entitled, Mike Loses His Head. So, kick back, relax, <laughs> and enjoy. Those of you who are regular listeners to Elfie's Amazing But True Tales know that typically we confine our stories to unusual tales of forgotten people from history. However, on this occasion, we're going to make an exception. Here is a story about a chicken. That's right, a chicken. And as unbelievable as this story will sound, it's absolutely true. Now, we've all heard the expression, <clears throat> running around like a chicken with its head cut off. But does a chicken really do that? And if so, what is the longest that a chicken could survive having lost its head to the axe? Well, that's what we're about to find out. The chicken's name was Mike, and it all started on September 10th, 1945, in Fruta, Colorado. That was the day that a local farmer, Lloyd Olson, found out that his mother-in-law was coming to supper. Now, wanting to make a good impression, he decided to feature one of his prized Wyandotte roosters as the entree for that evening's meal. His wife, Clara, was famous for her fried chicken. Lloyd proceeded to pick out a prime five-and-a-half-month-old rooster that seemed perfect for the occasion. Now, knowing his mother-in-law's favorite part of the chicken upon which to feast was the neck, he carefully lined up his axe blade in an attempt to provide as ample a neck bone as possible for his mother-in-law's delight. With great precision, he hit his mark and off popped the rooster's head. Then... As sometimes happens with newly decapitated poultry, the chicken began to stagger around as though still alive. But at that very moment, a strange thing happened. Instead of graciously dropping dead, as any respectable chicken should have done under those circumstances, this feisty fowl fluffed up his feathers and seemed to ignore the trauma that had just befallen him. He then began to prance around the barnyard, 
making pecking motions for food. He, he even tried to crow. Now, when the next morning came, Floyd found this rumbunctious rooster still as lively as ever. So he decided to give it some help. With an eyedropper, he started putting food and water directly into its gullet. Now, Farmer Floyd was nobody's fool. It took him no time at all to realize that he had something very, very special in this audacious rooster. Lloyd decided to name his headless wonder chicken, and so he called him Mike and promptly took Mike on a tour across the United States. For a mere 25 cents each, people from New York to San Diego lined up to see this phenomenon of nature. And as for Mike, well, he proceeded to flourish throughout it all, growing from two and a half pounds to nearly eight pounds. He was described as uh, a robust chicken, a fine specimen, happy as any other chicken, except, well, he didn't have a head. His seeming excellent health perplexed even the keenest of experts who came to scrutinize this wonder of nature. And so uh, what finally happened to Mike, the headless chicken wonder? <laughs> uh, well... For a while, it looked like Mike was destined for fame and fortune. Why, he was written up in both Time and Life magazines. He even made it into the Guinness World Book of Records and was insured for $10,000. But alas, Mike's fame and fortune were fleeting. For only 18 short months after he lost his head, poor Mike choked to death on a kernel of corn in an Arizona motel room. Uh, however, don't be uh, too dismayed. Mike's fame lives on. Every year, on the third weekend in May, Fruta, Colorado, his hometown, celebrates Mike the Headless Chicken Days. Uh, of course, there's a chicken cook-off with everyone feasting on fried chicken, uh, followed by a chicken dance marathon. And uh, what is the featured event? <laughs> Why, of course, the uh, <clears throat> Run Like a Chicken With Your Head Cut Off 5K Race. Ah, yes, Mike the Headless Chicken may have had a short life, but his legend lives on, a tale that is amazing and uh, <clears throat> crowingly true. Well, 
there you have it. Episode number 25 entitled Mike Loses His Head. It's part of our weekly series entitled Healthy's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, we feel privileged to present for your entertainment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. As a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. <laughs> and that includes shipping and handling anywhere within the United States. Now, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Hoyne Tomish for the Piano Introduction. Edemizic for breakfast piano jingle. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. <laughs>